This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Clip in, set yourself free. Come on and take a ride with me. Welcome to the Clip Out, episode 33. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. 33, that's how old Jesus was when he died. If you say so. That's what I That's what I used to tell anybody that turned 33. When Jesus was your age, he was dead. What have you done? Uh, Not died? Yeah. Well, I guess if you believe, he didn't either, but I don't know. Okay, well, well we're not getting into all that. No, let's not start that battle. <laughs> I just like to make people feel bad on their 33rd birthday. That's what it comes down to. That's okay. When people get pregnant, I like to tell them to take a look at their driver's license and uh, find out when it's going to expire. And it's really fun. If it's going If they don't go back To the driver's license bureau For like six years And then be like Haha you're gonna have A six year old The next time you go back And they're like (gasps) (laughs) That's fun Especially with first time moms But sometimes second time moms Yeah they're like What (laughs) What Yeah when you get that picture Taken on the next one You'll be uh, 40 pounds heavier (laughs) And you'll have some Snot nosed kid Hanging on you the whole time Enjoy Good times Yeah We can help with the 40 pounds heavier By Peloton So uh, Enough of that Yeah Shameless plugs Don't forget We're available on iTunes You can go there Rate, review, subscribe It helps us tremendously You can go to our Facebook page Facebook.com Slash the clip out You can check out Our fancy website That you built (laughs) Well I had some help That was not just on me I did none of it (laughs) So The internet Pixies came and did it for us <laughs> Theclipout.com is where you can find that And our shameless plugs Are getting even shamelesser Yes How you might ask <laughs> How our, shameful our, our website now has a web store so It does if People that have been asking for Clipout merchandise Whether it be a t-shirt or a tank top or You put it all together What all's in there we have, we have multiple t-shirts We have multiple hoodies We have a onesie uh, and we have we have hats, including yeah. including a dad hat. Let's talk about the hats for yeah. a second. So, when did this become a thing? I that don't know. You have the flat build trucker hats, which I hate. I know you do. They're awful. You've made that very clear. They're hideous. And then you have the normal hats, which are now referred to as, as the dad hat. As a dad hat. Yeah. Every guy I've talked to was really upset I'm about like, this. A dad hat. My own boss like got all over me today. I have multiple texts. Hey now, that's you. Not not that kind of over. Not oh. no. Not weird. Well, it's all in the news. <laughs> I just assume everybody's whipping it out. He was like, "Dad hat? What?" This is not a dad hat. He was really, really upset. And my coworker, Tom Calla, he got very, he got all offended by it. So he told my boss about it. They were all up in arms. That was first thing this morning, 7 a.m. Every, everyone who's <laughs> mad about it, though, they're dads, aren't they? 
Tom Cal is not a dad. But he's a dad to be, right? No, he's oh, not. I he was. No, he's not. Uh, and well, he's not even. to his wife, but he is. He's not even 30. He's not even 30. Okay. And, and he's really upset about this. That makes me feel better. Due to their outrage, I changed the name. Thank you. So it's traditional baseball cap. Right. <laughs> a normal GD human being baseball cap. <laughs> baseball cap the way it's supposed to look. Well, I went ahead and threw a trucker hat in there. And uh, also a beanie. For fun Sure Because I would buy the beanie well, I like those for like winter time Yeah Like when it's cold I know We've got a whole selection of beanies Yeah We need like a hat We need a hat selection Just for the winter hats Like we already there have was some one. sort of rack That you could no, keep No we hats have on. one for all your hats But we Man. need another one for the beanies We're running out of room It's getting crazy <laughs> out there At least the beanies They can stack easier than the hats can And we also have There's also a towel available Mugs All kinds of things to get in the store I have my own brand Of chicken tenders <laughs> Not yet Yeah Not yet And my uh, And Crystal has her own Brand of kumbacha <laughs> Is that what it's called <laughs> Did I get it right I think you did Oh Kumbacha Yeah I'm pretty okay. sure that's right I just probably shouldn't repeat What I called it last time No <laughs> <laughs> Nobody seemed to catch it though I thought we had one did Comment one? <laughs> I thought we did Yeah I'm pretty sure I saw a comment about that I love the jokes like that Where it's like if you're offended by that, it's because you know what it means, which means you can't be too offended by that. <laughs> so there, there's our shameless plug. So if you're looking for a last minute Christmas gift for that special Peloton rider slash clip out listener in your life, I'm doing a live spot now. That's what we call them on radio. Call them live spot. So you can go to our website, theclipout.com. Slash store. Slash store. And give us your money. So... I'm going to spend it all on Diet Cherry Pepsi. <laughs> I've got other plans for it, but that's okay. For my Diet Cherry Pepsi? No, for the money. Oh, okay. Not to be revealed yet. Oh. It's long term. Long term, and it's for the podcast. It's you're buying called a flywheel. Reinvest. Aren't you? it's you're, buying, <laughs> you're buying a flywheel, aren't you? <laughs> it's called reinvesting. Okay. I, I'm not going to get into it. Interesting. Now I am intrigued. So, <laughs> anyway, that's enough of our shameless plugs. Uh, what's coming up on the show this week? <laughs> well, we got a lot to talk about. We have a new celebrity riding the Peloton. We, uh, if, if we didn't run him out of town, we, we did not. Okay. We did not. Well,. We'll get to that We'll get to that uh, Also We have a little bit Of a change To the interface We have some new New things From Peloton They're they're sending us Some new stats So that's fun um, And There's also A huge announcement For the Power Zone pack That we have to talk about And Peloton is in the news And of course Our, our interview of the week Our interview of the week with Which is with Michael Kopp Otherwise known as Flat Michael, Smiling Mac Michael. He's got all kinds of names, except he doesn't have a leaderboard name. <laughs> uh, we'll get into that. Yes, we will. So let's dig in, shall we? Perfect. It's time for news of the Peloton. So we found a new celebrity. Well, we didn't. We did not. Jen Sherman did by accident. Yeah, she did. <laughs> she accidentally drew one out. She did. Yeah. So, okay. So back whenever we had the turkey burn ride that same day, which was Thanksgiving. Yes. Just before that, Jen Sherman did an amazing 80s ride. Okay. So for anyone who hasn't taken that ride, you absolutely should because it's amazing. It has an awesome movie soundtrack. So much fun. During that 
It was all 80s movies And Jen Sherman Was talking about All of her favorite movies Because she loves the 80s Right So she starts talking about How in love with Rob Lowe She is And next thing you know Rob Lowe Takes the freaking ride And tweets At Peloton And Jen Sherman And says Thanks for keeping Billy the Kid alive So That began A frantic search Within the JSS (laughs) tribe Because There are several Billy the Kids. Save your time. Guys, don't even bother looking. There's a whole bunch. It's not him. Don't even go there. So everyone starts searching through all these Billy the Kid profiles. They didn't take the ride. And at first we thought it was the football ride because she also talked about Rob Lowe during the football ride and she thought she gave him a shout out, but she didn't give Rob Lowe a shout out. She gave Rob Lowe himself a shout out (laughs) due to his acting ability, not his leaderboard name. So just to, I just want to interject. Okay. JSS is magic. Yes. She's giving shout outs to people that aren't even on the leaderboard, but they're writing. They're writing. (laughs) She's so freaking magical. Yes. Everyone, including Jen Sherman, was very excited about this. And thus began the Rob Lowe hunt. The Rob Lowe hunt. And I'll tell you what, those ladies in the JSS tribe, nobody ever better cross them. All I got to say is if you're married to any of those women, you better never think about cheating. They will find out. They will find it out in a heartbeat. And then they will end you. Yes. Because they're smart and they can do some investigation. I'm not going to say what his leaderboard name is, but I will tell you they figured it out. (laughs) And it skyrocketed. It skyrocketed. (laughs) Dude had zero followers. Last I checked, he was up over 400. (laughs) Which is why I'm not saying it on the podcast. That's almost your kind of... He's in your league now. Pshaw. (laughs) What are you at? I don't remember. You don't want to say. I don't remember exactly what it is. You don't want to say. I am... I have... I will tell you this. I have very few... Followers compared to some of our actual Pillow celebs there are some Ladies and men who have a Lot more followers than I do and a lot A lot more people they are following but Regardless they found this guy And I mean it's True some people have said you don't Know it's really him we Don't know I mean it, it, it but They tracked it the, down the logic They used makes sense Yes it was wily and it was creative. I was so impressed. I was so inspired. I was like, the teamwork that is happening here, this went on for hours and it was like 1030 at night and that was central time. So it was like midnight on the East Coast by the time this got settled and people were up with insomnia working on this. It was, <laughs> I was so impressed. They were on a mission. Yes. And, and I know that some people are worried about privacy. Now, I realize this probably is going to seal the deal for Peloton <laughs> to make sure that we can block followers I understand that but I also want to say these these people who are following Rob Lowe are not doing anything to hurt him or trying to find anything about him they were just excited to be able to see him on the leaderboard so no harm no foul <laughs> but I understand that he may not want a bunch of crazy women or men following him I get it I am one of those crazy people but all I've done is go, oh, look what rides he's taking. And that's it. No judgment. He's got some great output. That's all. So be cool, everybody. Be cool. <laughs> don't make it Don't make it weird. But it was pretty cool. That was fun. <laughs> I just can't believe that she's giving shout outs to people she doesn't even know are on the bike. She's magical like that's that. That's pretty impressive. I'm not going to lie. 
<laughs> I wonder how uh, Rob Lowe feels about the new interface. I don't know. I wish we could ask him. Like, I wish I wish these celebrities weren't so like, I don't want to be, I don't want anyone to know about me on the bike because I would love to have them on the show and ask them all kinds of questions, well, like sure. who their favorite instructors are and what kind of rides they like. What do they, what do they like about the Peloton? What do they not like about the Peloton? Do they want to buy a clip out t-shirt? Well, yeah, that'd be at the bottom of the list, but <laughs> you know, cause you gotta, you gotta get them interested you gotta first. Get primed. Right. Yeah. I would just be happy if they listened to the show. I'd be excited. I don't know what they think, but, but I'll tell you this, they made a little tiny change to the interface, which needed to happen. And I'm very glad that it did. They started adding all of these five minute cooldowns after, or like a little stretch after your, your ride. Which is great Love it However It made it difficult To go to the next ride You were going to take And join it So now You can see the ride That's in progress But you can go ahead And join the next one Which is fabulous Because I like I like the coffee talk As we call it At the beginning I like the pre-ride right. talk Some of the best Conversation happens Before it actually Starts recording And it's so funny And I, I like to be able To join that So I can go back To joining that now Which I'm very happy about And also, Peloton is now calculating all of your stats for the month. So at the end of the month, you get this really cool email that tells you how many times you rode this month compared to last month, how many miles compared to last month, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And apparently, for the app users, we don't get that because we're Droid users in this house. So I'm very sad about that. But for those of people who have an iPhone, they also get an upgrade to their app which tells them all about their ride activity. So it's called the Activity Calendar. And they get the last 30 days of their workout activity at a glance. They get to see their workouts live on separate workouts page. It's all very exciting. Well, you could pull it up on your iPad. I, I could. Yeah. But it's, it's not the same, Tom. I know. <laughs> you don't have to sell me. And you can see it in your calendar. Like, I can't... I don't use my iPad as a calendar. I gotcha. use my phone as a calendar. Well, so. I bet you they'll, maybe they'll roll it out for Android. Uh, I kind of doubt it because oh. they've never had an Android app. It's one of the main. Oh, I didn't realize. Yeah, that's why I'm saying like if you have oh. Android, you don't get it. Gotcha. You don't understand how much of a complaint that is among this community. I know right now as people are listening to that, there are people shaking their heads and getting upset all over again because it's super frustrating that it runs on an Android tablet. Sure. But we don't have an Android app for whatever. I don't know why that is, but that's, it is. That's a head scratcher. It is. If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing Taste, texture, size. Yes. None of that with Hero Bread. No, because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs, they have like no substance to it. <laughs> it's like eating air. It is. And Hero Bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread. Like I did not feel like I was giving up something. I was surprised at how big each slice of bread was. Here's the real test of a piece of bread. <laughs> I didn't make a sandwich with these. I just had toast. Which you love because you have toast almost every day. I do. It was the <laughs> best textured bread of this sort that I've ever had. And if you're doing the math, it's zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar and high in fiber. So don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code TCO at checkout. That's TCO at H-E-R-O dot C-O. 
Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each. So nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away a hundred or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're a hundred percent polarized. Um, and they also come in like a million different colors and styles for your $25 you're not sacrificing comfort safety or style if you want to support the show and pick up a pair gooder is giving the clip out listeners free shipping on their first order just go to gooder.com slash tco that's g-o-o-d-r.com and use code tco to get free shipping gooder offers a 30 day money back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. So the Power Zone pack. Yes, they have big news. Big news. Do tell. Okay, coming up very soon, December 16th, there is a 90 minute Matt Wolpers ride. Which, first of all, Power Zone people super excited about a 90 minute ride. Like we all love the 90 minute rides. And there's not a ton of those. So that in and of itself is super exciting. But also the Power Zone Pack is going to try to get as many riders from the Power Zone Pack on at the same time. So it's going to be a giant group ride. Everybody's going to be on, including Dennis Morton is going to be in the studio. He's going to be on. So we got all of our Power Zone Pack coaches all in the same room, which is just fun. And it gets even better. It's a request ride, which means that any of the riders can request special songs. There's going to be a whole request thread. You can look for that from Chris Merrill. That'll be coming out December 13th at 10 a.m. Eastern time is when they will be taking requests. That's when it begins. And you got to get on it because Jackie Sincata is a ninja with her request. So if you <laughs> want to beat Jackie Sincata, you you good luck. And with it being a 90 minute ride, you can request stuff like Paradise by the Dashboard No, no, Lights. no. No. Oh, no. It's got a whole theme. Oh, I was thinking like you could request really long songs. No. Stairway to Heaven. No. Euro Trash Girl by Cracker. Clearly you've never ridden because you would know none of us would ever like that. You got to keep <laughs> mixing it up. We don't we don't like 8-minute songs. Got to mix that up. But no, the request the theme has been chosen though, and the theme is going to be best of request. Chris Merrill says, "What does this mean?" It means you pick the best. This is Chris Merrill's terms. Epicist writing song of all times Whether it's angry music Yacht rock Nothing is off limits Whether it was played last week or last year Anything goes But I'm not done It gets even better But wait, there's more There there is If you act now This is going to be a very exciting ride So check this out There have been donations To have as raffle prizes So it's like attendance prizes Just for being on the ride Now you're thinking What kind of exciting prize could it be? Very exciting A freaking ride pack A five ride pack For in studio Worth $150 The person who donated this Wishes to remain anonymous But there is another prize What? There's another prize The second is from Diane Tratham Who runs the Sag Wagon Swag website And where you can get a lot of Hello gear And um, she has graciously donated A hundred dollars worth Of sag wagon swag Wow Yeah You can get stocked up You can So this is a very exciting ride They are really looking forward to it 
You can find out even more details if you go to the Power Zone Pack website. Cool. And they just put in Power Zone Pack on Facebook. Oh, to find the... Yeah. Yes. Facebook.com slash Power Zone Pack. Awesome. Can't find it, let me know. I'll, we, I'll get you there. We will help you. Yes. We're helpful. We are. And by we, I mean you. Yeah, because you wouldn't know. No. But you're in the group, I'm pretty sure. I think so. People put me in groups, I'm just like, okie dokie. <laughs> You say so <laughs> What news location Were they in this week They were in the Huffington Post Nice Yeah People actually go to that website A lot Yeah it's pretty Pretty popular one It was the ultimate tech guide gift For this holiday season And Peloton featured prominently They seem to be popping up On a lot of those lists Yeah I feel like I mean I think it's awesome That they're being featured In all these places But I also kind of feel like Dude you guys are like A year and a half late Maybe two years late Like these people Have been buying these For a long time It's nice of you To finally join us (laughs) (laughs) You're gonna be that person You're gonna be like Oh well I saw them At a club well, I feel like I've I've had my Peloton for a while, and I feel like people that came before me have had theirs forever yeah. in Peloton years, and so I'm just like, how do, how are how are these gift guides just now? It's just now cycling through. Well, what's the point of being an early adopter if you don't get to be smug? I don't mean to be smug. <laughs> I really don't. I feel like what I'm saying is the the Peloton is so awesome that. I can't believe they're just now getting to it. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think it's starting to reach critical mass to where I, people I think are so. like, oh, these are cool and they're sticking around. Mm, that's true. You know? That's true. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. So we will put a link up uh, to that on our Facebook page. Yes. At Facebook.com slash the clip out so you can find it. You don't have to dig around Huffington Post. You do not. There's and a lot of stuff on Huffington Post yes. that could be hard to find. Yes. And I will also just want to mention that um, I had mentioned a couple weeks ago that there are two new instructor fan pages, one for Emma Lovewell and one for Jennifer Jacobs. And so I've had a lot of people ask me about them. So I just wanted to re-mention them that Emma Lovewell's is Live, Learn, Pillow Well. That's on Facebook. And then the one for Jennifer Jacobs is Jacobs Tribe, all one word. So both of those, if you search for those, you can you can get them there. I will also put links to them on the Clipout Facebook page. Awesome. Facebook.com slash the Clipout. Checking in with the Peloton community. So uh, joining us on the Skype phone today is uh, this is this one's going to be a little bit different. So yes. we we talk to people that that ride the bike. Obviously, we'll still be talking to someone that rides the bike, but not someone who owns a bike, which is unusual. So say hello to Michael Cop, and you might know him better if you're in the Facebook OPP community as Flat. Michael. Yay! <laughs> so oh, I'm touched. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like yeah. I think. So I'm I'm being led to believe that you're not like super wired in on social media and, and whatnot. In a way, I probably wish I had never done it either. So, uh, but uh, so you're unaware that you had kind of found a spot on a bike that was right on camera and there's this whole world of Peloton fanatics out there and that they're oh. seeing you on their rides all the time. Well, Tom, um, yes. I mean, in the beginning, I didn't really put much credence into like what was happening. And and then, you know, it, it started happening in the studio where, you know, people were like, you're the guy, you know, and I was like, <laughs> what do you mean I'm the guy? And then it started where some of the instructors started calling me out. And then it got to the point where, you know, somebody asked me my name. And then 
asked to take my picture. And, and then I just heard stuff. And then, you know, this was going on and on and on. And I just, I just never really thought much about it. I just thought, oh, that sounds okay. You know, whatever. And I just would go and they'd always, I don't ask to be put on bike seven. I mean, they, <laughs> they sort of put me there and I just ride. And like today I rode four classes and, you know, and I just ride when I can, when my work schedule allows me to. And so <laughs> it's been sort of funny, but it's also very humbling. I think that's the number one <laughs> word in all of this for me is I'm, I'm really, I'm touched by what people have said to me. And so what's happened is I remember Jen Sherman, you know, called me out of class one day and she said, you don't really get it, do you? Like there's, a, there's a number of posts and there's pictures and there's hundreds of comments and this is, and I was like, really? She's <laughs> like, yeah, it's kind, of, it's kind of a big deal. You know, you're kind of, and then people started coming to the studio and they would say, you know, you're hella famous. <laughs> and I was like, wow, this is really kind of, you know, interesting. I just never thought that somebody, you know, just sitting in a bike, having fun and, oh, I love his smile or, oh, I love his hair or I love his, this. you know, it's like, so people would tell me this stuff. And, and now once they knew my name, it's gotten in the last month, really even more personal, I guess you could say, where, you know, they'll come in, they know me and they'll say, hi, Michael. And I'm like, hey, you know, <laughs> <laughs> random person I'm sorry. Never yeah, and it's like, you know, I, it's been everything from, oh my God, it's he, you're, you're in the flesh. Can I hug you? They're like, yeah, I get, I'm all, yeah, yeah, bring it in. I'm going to be sweaty in a minute. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Come on, let's hug it out. You know, and it's, it's been, it's been really, just an amazing experience, not only like going to Peloton and spinning, but just the what I understand about the home riders now and the, you know, this community that's out there is it's really wired in together. And, and from what I've been told, and then a friend of mine who got me into Peloton there, you know, she pulled me aside one day, we we're having a beer and she goes, I got to show you this. This is kind of just, just read some of this stuff and some of the comments and, you know, the mystery man, he's not a hologram, he's real <laughs> and this. And it was really just, uh, I mean, I was, you know, as I said, uh, I mean, just humbled by it. You know, I was touched by all the comments and, and just people seem really nice. And the people I've met so far that come in from around the country, really, and even internationally, if, that, that introduce themselves to me and they'll say, oh, you're my inspiration. You know, I don't ride without you. I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, there's a lot of good rides out there. You know, you might wanna, <laughs> if I'm not there or, I mean, it's it's been really just a very cathartic experience for me. And, and so here you guys called me to ask me to be on the show and I thought well okay let's let's do this and so so that, here we are yeah. <laughs> yeah so normally the first question would go to the person we're interviewing but instead I'm going to ask Crystal because just to get you up to speed, Mike, since you don't, since you oh. don't listen, I, I don't ride the bike. So like, I, I'm oh, like, okay. she rides the bike and she loves it and I love her. So she wanted to do this. So here I am. Okay. So, okay, Tom. So you better get on the bike, Tom. Yeah. Let me tell you, there's a whole community out there. Oh, you're not the first, you're not the first person you know? to, to say that. So, uh, so I'm going to direct my first question to my lovely sure. wife, Crystal, which is, uh, and I'm sure it's the question you're wondering, why do they call him Flat Michael? They call him Flat Michael because because up until recently, no one had ever seen him in the flesh. As home riders, we see him oh. on the screen and we, we're all like, it's it's that guy. We didn't even know his name for a long time. He was Why just, wasn't he TV, Michael? I don't know. <laughs> well, actually, because of the timing, the way this all worked out is because... So when they started sending out the postcards of all the instructors, okay. right? So then we oh. had... We had like flat Mount Wilpers, flat Jen Sherman. And so it started with that because, okay. because one of our home writers started taking like Alex, flat Alex with her everywhere she went and taking pictures. 
on her adventures, oh, oh, just like Flat oh, Stanley. Nice, nice. Oh, yeah, that's funny. Okay. okay. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so then, then whenever we had our newest shipment come in for the fall clothes, there were all these people we didn't recognize. So they became flat strangers. And so oh. then we learned, we learned Michael's name. And so then we it became flat Michael because he's only, we could only see him on your flat on screen. The flat screen. <laughs> you, ha- you have not been shipped to people's homes. Just to- yes. I didn't know, like, is there a postcard out there? Yeah. He's <laughs> like, wait a second. Now somebody needs to yeah. cut me a check. I can't, I can't say it's not happening. Mom, I like what you're, the way you're thinking. <laughs> Thanks. We'll get back to that. Yeah. (laughs) So normally we ask people like how they got their bike, but you don't have a bike. So so how did you come across Peloton as opposed to just another random spin studio? Yeah. In, in, well, in a huge town like New York? Yeah, I mean, great question. Actually, you know, I've never had, had spun. I spun once before out in California where I used to play tennis at the, a tennis club and, and I didn't have the shoes. And I was like, oh, I don't know if this is for me. I kept slipping out of it. So when I was here, a really good friend of mine who rides all the time, I'm going to give her a shout out. She's usually on bike six over there and her name is Lori Cheek. And Lori invited me and said, hey, they have these rides. You can go to Peloton and, you know, they give you shoes and, you know, you can shower there and it's pretty cool. And Lori actually did her 250th ride today with Allie. We, we did the 1030 and then Woo! I stayed for the 1130, 1230, 130. And I think she, <laughs> anyway, I was, I, I burned a lot of calories. So, <laughs> but anyway, Lori, Lori Cheek was the one that really got me to go. And she's very, very tied into social media and very involved. And so I think when all this was happening, she's like, well, wait a minute, you know, um, I ride just as much as you. They're not talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, I don't think it's that big of a deal. You know, I, I said, whatever. And then she showed me, as I said, we were having a beverage and uh, and I was like, I was blown away, you know, I mean, just by some of the comments. And uh, I just felt, as I said, um, just really just humbled by it, you know, and just, just almost very special. You know, I thought, geez, you know, I, maybe I should, you know, I don't know. I, do I need to get special clothes now? Because, you know, <laughs> I'm just riding whatever I have, you know, that it's like, oh, people will come up to me anyway. But so that that's the person. That's how I got involved. And, um, you know, they offer these classes and they just kept adding more of them. And I was like, well, you know, I, OK, I did one. I can do two. Let me see if I can do three. I think I can do four <laughs> in a row. Uh, one, I'm going to do five. OK, so I'm going out of town. So I'll do five today because I can. And, um, you know, and it's again, it's a lot of work and I love it. You know, I just, I love the, just the, the sweat and everything is just, and, and, and the instructors are just so entertaining. So there's so many components to it that really just keeps me sort of, and I have no idea guys, like what I look like, like some people say, <laughs> your smile, you're always smiling. You're so happy or you're this. Or, yeah. You're you know, having that. a good time on the bike. Like you, I, just, you look like you're lost. just riding down a road out in the country, just <laughs> Wind in your hair, and you're just having yeah, a great time. There's a lot of something in my hair because it's moving. And, uh, and now, as I said, I can't even get a haircut because people are like, oh, no, no, don't cut your hair. I'm like, really? <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll, you know, hey, why don't you put it up in a, <laughs> a top knot? You know, I'm like, ah. <laughs> I don't know. Let me just see what's going. Anyway, it's it's been pretty cool, and uh, but I really enjoy it. So that's my that's how I got involved and how it's been going, I guess. And so, so how how many rides have you taken so far? Do you know? Uh, you know, there's a good question right there because I'm getting. You know, I you, do you know I do not have a leaderboard name. You probably know that. What? Some flat, flat. <laughs> 
Oh, well, you would know me if you knew my leaderboard name. <laughs> so I ride as a guest and it's been originally it was a kind of, um, you know, I was a kind of became a, like a little sore subject with some of the management there. I mean, you know, in the studio, like, well, come on, you need to do this. You need to. Well, in my past life, uh, I was a, I mentioned I was very competitive in, in sports. And so that was a very competitive industry for me and everything was very all about competition. And then what I do now, and, you know, voiceover, uh, it's a very, it's another form of competition. You just don't hear about it, you know, and it's another way of, of just, you know, going in and trying to hang your shingle every day and, and do that. So when I first started riding, I know myself, like I know how competitive I am. And so like, I know I would be looking, I'd be like, you know, who's this guy, you know, like surfer, you know, surfer <laughs> beer, or whatever. I'll show, you know, and I'll just pedal my butt off. And so I just been riding. And so, and then it's, that's kind of my reason of, of just, I log in as a guest and, and, and someday in, in due time, I'll say in due time, maybe when I get the bike, you know, maybe I'll start a Kickstarter campaign and get one. <laughs> and, uh, I'll tell you what, if I ever leave New York, cause I'm bi-coastal with work. Sometimes I live in California. I, I would get one. I'm, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. I mean, I love it. I love, I love the concept. Tom, we got to get you in the, in the saddle. <laughs> yeah. I hear, you, I hear that a lot. Going. I mean, shoot, it's like, it's a, well, Crystal knows, and, and all of a sudden, there's there's a lot of other people out there that obviously been drinking the Kool Aid, and yeah, uh, I drink actual Kool Aid. That's my problem. Uh, like I, well, no, uh, that's that's okay. You know, it's okay. It's a start. I'm, you know? I'm soft as day old fruit. <laughs> well, okay, okay, okay. Well, you know, I'm gonna just. Uh, I'll, I'll just wait for the next question. <laughs> He's like, I'm just going to leave He's that like, there. I don't even know where to go. <laughs> yeah. So you do, so you don't have any actual plan to get the bike, just to be clear. I mean, I, I don't, right now, I don't have one. I mean, I have room in my apartment in New York. I mean, if I wanted to put one, but it's really kind of nice, like going to the studio. I like that. You know, I thought about getting a bike for my sister. You know, she's recently been diagnosed with some form of a balance disorder like Parkinson's. And so... Matt Wilpers was talking during one of his rides and he was out in Colorado and he was talking about he rode for Parkinson's and there was this organization. So, I of course, got the name and I researched it and then I did every kind of research that I could find out. And there were really interesting benefits with people that say have Parkinson's that have been spinning and uh, how they've basically eradicated their uh, symptoms. And, you know, they're they're like normal people now. So I don't know if my sister would use the bike. A, I think she would. I mean, I come from an athletic family, like all my brothers and sisters were high competitive athletes, except this one sister, although, you know, she's somewhat athletic. But I just thought it might be a nice thing to do. But so that that was on my sort of like, my thought list of about the bike and but i don't know i'm you know i'm still open to the idea it's not like i'm not you know <laughs> to buy one i mean <laughs> should we cut the interview now like okay <laughs> no. like, get him off <laughs> who am i to judge you for not owning a peloton that's you this this is a safe space I'll tell you, I, I mean, I helped sell one. Well, I mean, I didn't personally, but I, I, I've invited a lot of people there, you know, that, uh, and I have friends that actually, she's been coming, a, a friend of mine, and her husband has yet to come, but she told me today she's she lives uh, in Florida in the wintertime, and she's now drinking the Kool-Aid. She digs it, you know, loves it, and she's got her favorite instructors and music, and, and she's really, and she only ride, like wants to ride behind me. I'm like, her name's Deb, and I'm like, Deb, why don't you like sit next to me? No, no, I'm not ready for the front row. I'm not ready for the front row. <laughs> sit behind you because I can't believe like the numbers that you put up on there. And I said, well, I don't, it doesn't matter to me. But so, so she rides back there, but she told me she's getting a bike because she wants to have one for her winter months while she lives in, in South Florida. So I think that's awesome, you know, and I just, and there's more and more people and 
I mean, it comes back to this community of people that you have that, that come in and, and they're just so you know, just gracious and happy. And I don't know, I just, I just like to feed off of that. And so if I can be of help by giving a hug or listening to a story of somebody telling me about their experience on the bike, I mean, it's pretty cool to me, you know? So well, anyway, <laughs> well, I have a question. So are you, sure. are, are you riding like 45 minute rides or 20 minute rides somewhere in between? Well, no, I mean, so those classes that they do those live classes in the afternoon or 30 minute classes, but they let you go in about 10 minutes early to kind of warm up. So I always, I always go in as I'm one of the first ones in, in there on the bike. So I figure like anywhere, probably my classes are 30 to 35 to 40 minute, cl- you know, long rides. So like today I did four of those, those 30 minute classes with the extra 10 on, you know, on an average, people are like, I can't believe you burned so many calories. Aren't you burning 600 you know, in 30 minutes? <laughs> oh, you know, aren't you burning five? Fi- you know, so it's, uh, it's, I think it's the work that you put into it. And, you know, I think that's, I try to be encouraging to some of the people. Like, it's so funny, you know, like I'm sitting there and like uh, people will be next to me and they'll be like, you know, they'll say hi. They know my name now. So it's like, hi, Michael. And I'm like, hey, you know, it's like, and I'm thinking, I met you before. Like, <laughs> you know, forgot your name. Like, oh, no, we haven't met. My name's Tom, but my wife and I ride with you. She's riding at home now in Chicago. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, so it's just been, you know, I, I feel like I'm part of the family, you know, yeah. in a way, because it is this family. And even though I'm a flat, a flat family member. <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason I was asking is because I was just thinking about the, the financial aspect of it. I'm like, <laughs> Do the, I was how, doing the same you, math. How but, have you not bought a bike just because like the money you're spending on going there, taking um, a class? I don't know if you know this, but I'm going to lay you a little bit of a pearl of wisdom. I, right I think here. I know what okay. you're going to say. I'm going to go ahead and finish, but I think I know. Um, I was asking how those, long your classes those, were. Those classes, do you know how much they cost me per class? They're free. Right. And you get a free banana, apple, orange, water, shower. That's <laughs> it's, it's, it's And they give you shoes. So I'm thinking for, you know, New York City, it's probably one of the most expensive cities in the world. Yeah. So that's how gracious I feel to the, the powers of be at Peloton, like John Foley and his crew, because for them to offer something like this to New York, you know, uh, is really kind of awesome. Yeah. I mean, the exposure and everything, I get it. I know we're kind of like background actors in these classes during the day, but it's really kind of nice. So A, my financial commitment <laughs> <laughs> is my is maybe like my, a lot of times I'll walk. I live in the Lower East Side. So I used to live in Chelsea, like right by the studio. But but anyway, so I'll walk there. It's not a big deal for me if the weather's nice or I take a subway ride or, you know, cab or something like that. So, you know, it's not that big of a deal. But, you know, the place, have you guys been to, I know the, the home writers call it the mothership. We, yes. we, have, yeah. we have. We actually, have. Yeah. I've been, so in, well, the, I've been in the foyer. Yeah, I actually took oh, a ride. Oh. She was in where the bikes are. <laughs> I was out. out. You kept him like you said. Look, look, Tom, you're not ready. No, I would love for him. (laughs) Might get hurt in there. You know, sit down. Wear your (laughs) seatbelt. No, he was like, I I guess I'll go and sit in the lobby while you ride a bike. I didn't bring my helmet. Crystal, you know, like it's a cool vibe, right? Very it's a chill. I mean, like, you know what? And that's the thing that I'm I'm just taken back by. You know, it's like you walk in and you, you know, people make you feel really welcome. So whoever's doing the training of, of everybody, like, you know, like they're doing a great job because from top to bottom, I am friends with the funny thing was, is like the people behind the front desk in the little hallway is like Spencer, Kelsey, you know, Sarah and all these different people that I would got to know really. And when I would first come in, they would be like, your name? And I'm like, Michael 
cop. You know, so after a while, I was like, <laughs> they saw me every day. So I'd be like, name. I'm like, uh, you want first or last? They're like, uh, last. I'm like, Tyson. You know, what? <laughs> <laughs> and it'd just be like all these different names. I, you know, just sort of had a game with them, you know. And so, you know, they became really good friends. And then like Mia, who kind of runs the all the people inside, you know, she's just awesome. And I'll give you a little, uh, here, here's something that is funny. So you have the people in the studio that help you out. Do you know that I, I don't know how many rides I have. I, I know it's over three or four because I did four today. So <laughs> I know I've done a few, but I have never set up my bike. <laughs> they just set it and, up for you. <laughs> yeah, and like Kendra and Tanya, like they're my, <laughs> and, and, and everybody else, is there. I can name them all, but I mean, they're really awesome. And, but they're like, like they're the ones that really just kind of they're like no 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 Michael we got you you're in bike seven you know yeah it was funny because I was out of town right and so I, I usually they usually put me on there I don't really ask for it. I say anything with a seven you know seventeen twenty seven about fifty seven you know put me in the back I don't care no no you're in seven <laughs> okay okay fine and so. I was, I might have mentioned this to Crystal when we spoke, but it was funny because I was away for a while and that was in its own self kind of funny because people were texting like, where are you? Are you okay? <laughs> you know, I'm like, where is he? Like, I guess some of the instructors called me, called him out. Like, where? I don't know. Where is he? They were yeah. like, if that son of a bitch is at Soul Cycle. <laughs> <laughs> and she dropped a little, little language on me. I know I could, I was trying to be super clean. Tom, <laughs> now that I know that you're a Robin <laughs> the, fan, when you're, I'm just going to be explicit. The Gloves are off. This is going to be an explicit talk. No, no, that's right. It's like a PG-13. No, I'm not going to go too crazy. But it was funny because there was a couple from Atlanta, and Tanya came up. She goes, where have you been? And gave me a big hug, you know, like, hey, what's up, boo? You know, how you doing? And we're hanging. And and then she's like, are you on bike seven? I said, no, actually, somebody's on my bike. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know she, I'm on six or something. She's like, and these people, they, they like Michael and they look, I look up and I'm like, Hey, and they're like, hi. And they, they introduce themselves. I never met them before. And they said, no, we know you, we ride with you all the time. If you want us to move, you know, you can, I said, no, no, no. I, I want you to have those rides. It's, it's your, they said it was their 10 year anniversary. Aww. And I was like, awesome. They were celebrating some milestones on some rides. So, I mean, it's cool. You know, I, and everybody, it's been, it's been fun. <laughs> so if it's I'm now I'm confused. So okay. if it's free, is it free for everybody? No, or? It, it's free for everybody, but only the 30 minute rides and 20 minute rides. So like the 45 minute rides are not free. Okay. Crystal, since Tom doesn't know, can we just let you? Tom, it's just free for me. Okay. <laughs> I was like, ah, yeah. I really Everyone like this else dude. has to pay dearly. Yeah. <laughs> No, no. So what they do is they needed more. Apparently, they have regular rides like those other places like Soul Cycle or right. Flywheel. You know, same kind of uh, price range. We'll right? bleep that out later, don't we? <laughs> yeah, no, no. no. And, and I've and I've cycled a few of those places just to see what it was like to see if I liked that. And um, you know, and it's it, I really liked the setup, you know, and um, at Peloton and but. The whole thing about the classes that I ride, you know, at first it was there was an 1130 and then I think a 130 and then there was a 230, which is a 20 minute class of 230. And I don't usually ride that one just because if I've ridden four and it, like today I couldn't because I had an audition. So I had to leave and go and do that. You know, so and sometimes my agents know they'll be like, OK, you have to go in for this time. I'm like, is there any way? <laughs> 
they seeing anyone. They're like, only do two rides. We don't want you going in winded. <laughs> yeah, right. It's, it's, it's become like, I mean, I, 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 this reminds see a lot of these instructors, you know, I used to be, I used to coach and stuff in my uh, profession. And so, but, uh, but they, you know, they remind me of my coach that was this guy who's named Edgar. And he was like a second father to me, but I mean, all the, the inspiration and, you know, everything. And he used to say to me, there are two types of people. There are those that train to live and there are those that live to train. Now, what do you do? And I remember like, you know, so if you're living to train or if you're training to live, right, you know, if you're training to live, it's probably you're riding, the, it's kind of like in the bike, you're maybe riding the bike for more just health reasons. But if you're addicted to it, you know, maybe you're riding the bike because you just love it, right? And I think a little bit that's more of that for me because I didn't go there with the idea like, you know, I really want to lose weight or I really want to get this anxiety out of my head because I didn't have any of that that I needed to do, even though that helps. Right. And, but the instructors, they just, there's something that they'll say. And I remember like Matt, you know, we're pedaling and he say, he's saying something. And I remember my coach used to say, you know, like when he'd be like, you know, really? And I would be, you know, and he would say, are you ready? And I'm like, are you ready to eat? You know, like, <laughs> so, hard, like you're gonna eat. so you do that spoon thing that like Zeke Elliott does. And I, I mean, I, when I see him do that, I'm like, wait a minute, that's my coach used to do that. <laughs> I'm always so, ready to eat. Just for yeah, I, mean, I mean, I think maybe that might be a good, maybe a theme ride. Maybe we bring some pizza in, you know, maybe have a little bit of a party on a bike, you know, I mean, put, it on, put it on a string, dangle it in front of me. <laughs> That again, you know, I think you guys, I think, Tom, you know, we're going to do something together, I think. You know? <laughs> anyway, anyway, Crystal, how many rides do you have? Uh, let's, I think I'm at 340 something coming up on a milestone. Wow, that's awesome. And what is your leaderboard name? Clip out Crystal. I like that. Yeah. And, yeah. And that means yeah. between the two of us, we've done 340 rides. <laughs> I'm going to say you guys are just killing it, right? Yeah. That's, I awesome. mean, it's all me, really. But. <laughs> that's, that's really kind of cool. Yeah. So what, uh, what, sort of, uh, what sort of athlete were you, if we may ask? I, I played professional tennis. And so like, tennis was a big part of my life. And then I eventually, when I got done competing, I coached and ran tennis clubs and coached different I coached some very well-known players and, and then I got out of that and then I started running tennis facilities and sort of restructuring them as a business. And I had kind of an easy, in my mind, it was, wasn't like rocket scientist. It was just my sort of, you know, formula to go into an underperforming facility and restructure it. Right. And, and it was all basically customer service driven as well as, you know, I mean, the right kind of quality coaches and things of that nature. And so I started doing that. And then while I was in my before my last job, Blackstone, the uh, equity company, bought us out. And by the time they got I was running a facility in Naples, Florida, a hotel and tennis club. And by the time, you know, I was in management and the T's are down low in the alphabet. So by the time they went through accounting, beverage, food and beverage. <laughs> You know, front desk, you know, by the time they got that to the T's, it was like a year later and they come and they go, you're making too much money as a tennis pro. So we're going to have to figure something out. And I'm like, well, what are we going to figure out? You can't really put a price on you never had a bad phone call and you never had all these. other. So make a long story short, at the time I was being recruited by a facility in Houston, Texas. And they called and they were pushing. And I said, I threw a number, like a really unusual number. And they said, <laughs> 
They said yes. Can you be here like this week? And I said, well, I got a lease. I've been here for seven years at this place. I got to give them a little time. So I'll be there in house three weeks, you know. And, and so they gave me equity in the facility. And it was a crazy facility. It had actually the guy that owns it. He made a lot of news recently because during the World Series with the Astros and also during Hurricane Harvey, he owns a furniture company uh, called Gallery Furniture in Houston. His name is Jim McInville and his wife is named Linda. And um you know, he's known as Mattress Mac. And he, it's an incredible story, like his the way he kind of came to his success in, in his business. And so when I went there, I wanted to model what Jim did. Like Jim gave his cell phone out to everybody. And so I said, OK, like I went in and I took the, the door off my office because I wanted an open door policy. I, I wanted it to be and there was a big facility. There was 2,000 members. There was 50 courts, three swimming pools, restaurants, basketball. I mean, it was massive. And um, and part of my deal predicated on me uh, turning it around to own this this percentage of it, right? And But what happened is during uh, the event uh, of my course of my time there, I was uh, running a tennis event uh, and it was uh, on TV, right? And I was in charge of it. And and uh, 20 minutes before we go live on national TV, uh, there was a technical difficulty. And so, you know, uh, Jim and Linda, very Texas, you know, like, you better get your ass in there and figure <laughs> out what to do. You know, we're going to lose a million dollars. And I was like, I'll go. I'll go, coach. Don't worry. I'm in. And so I was trying to do everything I could to model this guy because he was just like, superstar you know like during hurricane harvey you might have heard he he opened up all his stores and he let people stay there right yeah yeah and they're yeah. like no they're sleeping on the finest tempurpedic mattresses money can buy <laughs> you, know, like, he would, you know and like during you know he's awesome you know he would i remember coming in you know and i i was trying to like well i can read a PL, you know i can you know i was trying to be trying to impress this guy the guy just liked me because he liked me and he knew i was good at what i did and um I, you would walk into his furniture store, this hundred thousand square foot deal, and he'd be behind the the desk with a red, white, and blue flag shirt on, be like, "Hey, Tom, hey, Crystal, how about a free steak dinner?" You know, and then you'd restaurant in there, you know, you'd get a free dinner, and your kids would be playing in the bouncy house, and he would deliver your furniture that night, and you know, he was amazing, and so he did uh, quite a bit of business out of his out of his store. So I said. You know, I want to be like this guy in, in the way he is so open. So that's why I removed the door. You know, OK, let's do this. But while I was there, back to the, the tennis event, um, I went into the production booth and there was a lot of screaming and yelling. And I just talked like we're talking. And there are these two dudes in the corner. And one guy's like, hey, uh, you got a really good voice. And I said, what? <laughs> you have good residents. You have a very calming voice. You notice how everybody's listening to you right now. And I'm looking around I'm like yeah. And he goes, have you ever done a voiceover? I said, a what? And he goes, uh, you know, can you tell a story? I said, well, I have nieces and nephews that, nephews that live in Houston. So I said, well, I used to read to my nephews all the time. What do you mean? So he was like, well, this is a monitor and this here is copy. This is copy. And he goes, but I don't want you to read me those words that's on that paper. I want you to tell me a story. He goes, can you do that? So when the bowling ball is bouncing on the mattress and, you know, and Simmons, I want you to just tell me. And so I was like sore back, feeling kind of achy. I know what comfort's all about. The science is sleeping. <laughs> you know, the next one was like, boom, boom, boom. I had the most fun that I ever did in my life. And, you know, I was excited. You know, I did all these ads and, you know, I didn't know that I was doing the now, live announce and all this kind of stuff. 
Well, the next day I go back in the booth and they, um, on my little slider, I was never in a production booth before on my little audio slider was president Bush, uh, senior George Bush senior. Uh, he was there he's from Houston and he was in the presidential box. So they had him wired and mic'd and they had him on that. And I said, ah, you're pumping me for the president. (laughs) (laughs) They said, no, 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 dude, you're over here. You're over here. This is you. And I'm like looking at VOG. I said, VOG. I said, Vogue, what's by no, no, dude. You're the voice of God. (laughs) You saved our ass yesterday. You know, the the clients love you. They want you to do them again. So uh, obviously I I did that. And then, you know, I was kind of looking for something else to do. And, you know, I I was fortunate in uh, where my parents were living in Naples, Florida at the time. And there was a very famous voiceover guy that I didn't know he was so famous. And I called him up. His name was Peter Thomas. He passed a few years ago. He was in his 90s. And he was... um, very open. And I, he met with me because he loved tennis. I didn't know he'd like tennis. And um, so we sat down and he was very encouraging. I had a little demo, you know, and he was like him and his wife, they're in their like high eighties and they came out and, you know, they're talking and they're like, you know, I think he's good, Peter. Yeah. I think, I, yeah, I think he's awesome. He says, you have a few minutes. And I was like, sure. So we go up and he has this massive house on the beach. Right. And he's like, what do you want to do in this business? And I'm looking around, I go, live in a house like this. Yeah. (laughs) I said, dude, whatever you're doing, I'd like to do it. And, uh, you know, and that's sort of, he encouraged me, says, I'd like you to come here and I'll help you. You know, I can help, help you like learn about like how to do this. And I was like, okay, I, I didn't really know. So I took the leap of faith and moved there and, you know, and it's, it's, it's kind of a funny story because you know, how I would just go and listen to him. And I used to talk to him and say, coach, you know, like, how do I get better? You know, in, in, in tennis, I know I have to play matches and I have to train and run and jump rope. And he's like, read out loud. You need to read out loud. And I said, what? And so I started reading the newspaper like on the beach out loud. People thought I was crazy. <laughs> I think I'd go to my coffee read. And then I had an idea. I said, I'll read. Um, there were a bunch of assisted living homes in Florida. So I went to one and volunteered and said, Hey, I could, I'd like to, you know, maybe do something for you guys and met with their activities director. So that started and I started reading to this group of elderly people and it grew to a point. They did a story about me in the paper called Storytime with Michael. And then that opened up and then other people started calling. I started reading for like hospice groups and, you know, it was just like chicken soup for the soul, you know, Valentine's Day poems, whatever (laughs) it may be. And then Peter's like, well, if you really like to do that, you could read for the blind on NPR. And I was like, okay, but you're going to have to have an audition. And I was like, I, so I did that and, and that was cool. And then, you know, after doing that for a while, I, I did a documentary for uh, PBS and, and then he was like, okay, it's time. I want you to move. You need to move to New York. And I was like, okay, well, another leap of faith. And so he, he set up some interviews with agents. They wouldn't have talked to me normally. And, you know, they were very encouraging because of him. And they said, you're, you know, you really sound good, but, you know, but it's, you know, you have no, you read for the blind. Come on. I mean, <laughs> you, read for, you read for old people in a home. Hey, know, who, think, who pays more attention to the human voice than blind people? Yeah. I, I think they're <laughs> really know? underestimating how important that is. They, they should no, take that the, back. <laughs> you know, the funny thing when I did that, you had to be really straight on. And I wanted to do that because you're live on the air, right? And you're reading, a lot of times it was like USA Today or you'd read a book or, I mean, and you had to be really kind of straight. And actually the guy, his name was Glenn Sabata. 
he ran the radio reading service for the blind there in at NPR, and and he was blind himself. And, you know, he was always talking to me about this is what, you know, it was, I, I was a sponge, you know, like, let me learn, like, what, what can I do better? The only time, and I always did voices and things. So he said, he said, well, you got, you can't use any of those voices. You got to use your, the one that I'm talking with now, you know, like, you know, today in USA Today, you know, blah, 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 you know, anyway, it was me. And so except people really got into, and this is goes back to what Crystal says is, you know, when you're blind, you know, you love to eat too, right? So the one ads, when you get to read the one ads for the grocery store, <laughs> I mean, like the grocery ads, I mean, the grocery ads, right? you know, so I could break, I could break copy if I was talking about today, you know, we got the Australian baby back ribs, you know, <laughs> <laughs> pick yourself up some of them, you know, you're going to have a good time, you know, that kind of, you know, I could do that kind of stuff. So I was like fun, right? And then eventually... You know, I moved to New York and, you know, and that was, that was that. So, so yeah. have you, uh, have you voiced anything that, uh, that people might be familiar with and just not realize that it's you? Yeah. I think the one that everybody really, it's funny. And this is a funny story too, because I mean, I, yes, I voiced, uh, my first week I booked a national network campaign for, um, they said, Oh, it's going to take a year. Well, a week later I booked a national network campaign with Citibank and then, you know, Hellman's mayonnaise and then DF Chang's and then you know, other stuff. And so, I mean, they go on and then they run out and then you think, Oh, well shoot, nobody loves me anymore. But the, one of the best ones was, um, so there was a movie called it's complicated with, uh, so I, I, I got my first movie credit opposite Steve Martin and Meryl Street. Street and yeah. It's complicated. And so I'm the self-help narrator. Um, okay. and you know, so he's going through a divorce and the funny story was when I booked that, uh, they called and then, you know, my agent called and says, well, the producer's in LA and they are going to be on an ISDN line. And, um, but they want to talk to you tonight because he wants to, they want to go over some things. So she called and, and I just said, what can I do? And she says, well, one of the actors is going to listen in and, um, and, you know, do you know who uh, Tony Robbins is? And I said, yes, I know Tony. I, you know, listen to the, you know, the Giants. And the, <laughs> okay, you know, Finn. And how about Wayne Dyer? I said, uh, actually, I know, I, I knew Wayne Dyer. He passed away. I said, yeah, I um, know him. You know, Deepak, yeah. I know you. So, like, they wanted all these different types of reads, right? And so I go in, and, and this was different because now there were, like, 25 people and then me behind a glass booth, right? And I'm in there and every so often you have the headphones on and they're coming in saying, well, uh, that was great, Mike, but Steve would like to know this and Steve would like to know that. And then they'd go and read again. Steve would like it. So after a while, I wasn't trying to be funny or anything. I, I just kind of leaned into the mic and I go, who the heck is this Steve guy anyway? <laughs> so, <laughs> so all of a sudden, they're all like, you know, it was my, my cans or my earphones. I mean, they're like, quiet right and so like they're all like laughing everybody and i can't hear a word and all of a sudden they turn on and the voice comes on he goes hey michael that's uh, steve martin here uh how are you? <laughs> i said uh is this like the wild and crazy guy steve martin guy and he says the one and only <laughs> I, said, oh. I said dude what do you or what would you probably didn't say dude i just said what would you like and he says well, what do you think so i was like okay uh this is the way i would read it and they used that. And then the crazy thing is when it came out, it came out on Christmas Day. And we used to always go and my parents and all the brothers and sisters, would, everybody would come from all over the country. And we would go there and visit. And 
So I remember like everybody was eating cookies and it, it was like there was a 10 o'clock showing Christmas. And I was like, I'm not sure if I'm in it. You know, I, I, I think I'm in it. <laughs> so I was like, does anybody want to go? Does anybody want to go 10 o'clock? My mom, who's awesome. You know, she's like, I'll go with you. I said, okay. So we go off at 10 o'clock on Christmas night to go to the movies. We that go that had nothing to do with you. She just likes Meryl Streep. <laughs> probably you're right. You know, you're right. You're right. You know, so I and probably Steve and Alex. Sure. You know, I mean, yeah. hey, why cast. not? And so, I mean, so we go and, um, you know, she's sitting next to me. There's probably like 20 people in the theater. There's not that many, you know. So all of a sudden my part comes on, you know, just follow a few basic rules to make your divorce a less hurtful one. You know, <laughs> your ex, who she is. And then Steve's like, ah, really big. Oh, you know, <laughs> girl gets in the talk. So anyway, so I'm like, wow, it's on there. And so then, but this is how cool my mom is. Um, she's like, so what, the, 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 you know, the credits start rolling. Who would have thunk this? So my, the, there at all, it starts to come up. Michael Kopp, self-help narrator. My mother stands up with a camera. <laughs> People's turning around there. She's like, that's my son. That's my son. So, you know, hey, it's nice to have, you know, and she's not a, a momager, you know, like there's a manager. Yeah. Type that's a mom. But in any event, so like that was kind of cool. But that's anyway. a crime. She's lucky she didn't go to jail. Well, I, you know, I mean, nowadays, yeah. I mean, yeah, you got to yeah, take risks. It's I guess kid. it was was late. Maybe Christmas. I think they they, they allow flash. Is that? <laughs> so, I, don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, that's yeah. cool. I we uh we saw Steve Martin when he was just in uh we live in St. Louis. He was just in St. Louis a yeah. couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago. Yeah, and, I think it's and been a month. Him yeah. and Martin Short, and we went. Oh yeah, saw that's right. They did that. Um, they're touring the nation right now. Yeah, and it was really good. It and was. I that's thought good. it was gonna be. Martin Short was going to come out and do, you know, 40 minutes and then there'd be a break and then Steve Martin would come out and do banjo like because that's what he's been right, doing right, for years. Right. And and that wasn't what it was. It was the two of them on stage back and forth the whole night. And there was some banjo, but it was pretty much just a straight up comedy show with the two of them. And it was amazing. So if it comes to your town, I, everything comes oh, to New I'd York. Like to it was so, but I'm talking about other people. Like it's worth it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I just mean like obviously everything comes to New York. Like of course it'll come there. But if other people are listening and they're thinking, should I go? Should I not go? You should absolutely go. It yeah, was amazing. That was a really okay, good cool. show. <laughs> I'll check it out, man. That sounds awesome. Yeah. So um uh so back to the bike stuff. Like what sort of advice do you have for people that are just embarking on their their Peloton journey well, asking for a friend. No, no. Okay. No, that, well, I'm going I'm to speak directly to you, Tom. No, um, no, don't do that. No, I, I think, I think everybody it's, it's kind of like you need a bike at your own speed, you know, or whatever. It's like putting one pedal in front of the other. And, you know, I think just getting in the, like that friend of mine, that's getting the bike. That's, you know, she was so worried about coming and so worried about not going to be able to do it. And so worried about the seat or so worried. You know, and I think once you get used to it, it's really pretty easy and you're clipped in. So it's like you can't fall out of it. And <laughs> right. I think the thing is you go at your own speed and whatever your speed is, that's the right speed. You know, like and if you're out there and you're thinking, wow, I mean, I had a woman, you know, there's that there's that little alley before you go in the the bench, right, that you mm -hmm. sit. So I'm sitting there and that's where a lot of the people will say, oh, hi, I'm so and so. And so this woman, I know I'm trying to think of her name. I can't. But it, it, it was awesome because she's told, I said, Oh, where are you from? And she told me, and she's, she came in to celebrate a milestone ride 
And then she said, I just want you to know that, you know, I've lost, you know, I think she said 45 pounds or something since I've been spinning. And I was like, wow, that's awesome. I mean, you know, congratulations. You know, so there's, 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 there's results if you're looking for results. I mean, it could be just mentally like what, what you get out of it through the sweat, those endorphins that just kind of pop. Right. And I mean, that's probably what I'm feeling most because I have no idea what the hell I look like. I've never seen myself <laughs> ride. Right. I mean, I just know that, you know, like what you guys have said. And, um, you know, so the, my advice would be if, if, just try it, you know, and if you can't you can't go wrong with doing it. And I think it's I think it's a great like business model product because you can do it in the privacy of your own home. And, you know, if you don't want to be seen, you, that's a cool thing. I mean, shoot, if you want to be seen, you know, come on to New York and sit in front. <laughs> Maybe somebody will make up a name about you and you know, pretty soon you'll be doing a podcast. You too can be know. flat, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> no, you have to be that's your own flat. Yes. Maybe like, flat crystal. You know, you're like, they're like, you're like the ambassador of the brand. I'm like, I like that. I'm going to be the ambassador. I'd like, to, you know, I'd like to do something with Peloton. They're like, you should travel around and just like ride. They could do like these pop-ups and you know they'll do people home riders will then come and they'll bring their friends and you know they'll do have like 20 bikes and then you, they'll bring their friends and they can ride with you and i'm like you want to talk to john foley about that <laughs> you know i do have uh I, I do have access to travel and uh i do have a valid passport if i need to go out of the country so you are <laughs> all <better. set. laughs> it's funny you know it's just been you know i don't i don't know if anything comes out of it besides my, uh, you know, riding on the bike, but I, I love it. I mean, I really, I believe in it and, uh, it's to me, it's a, you know, it's, it's a cool thing. And I think, I don't know you guys, that's why you have this show. It's totally why. Yeah. It's, it's, it pulls you in. You can't, I don't know. It's, it's unlike anything I've ever experienced. And I, I absolutely adore the community. That's, that's the real kicker right there. It pulled me in and I don't even ride. <laughs> and if there's a way to fall over on the bike, I'll find it. I struck out at T-ball. True story. Oh, okay. Well then, yeah. you know, then you, I would say get not only a helmet, maybe put some knee pads on. Right. <laughs> you maybe wear the full Rollerblade gear yeah. in the bike, oh, you know, just you know, put elbows, the whole deal. You don't know. Bubble wrap. You don't know what's. That's <laughs> uh, funny. <laughs> it's so, awesome. Um, so I was going to ask for you to tell us something about yourself that's not related to the bike. Even though we've heard a bunch, we have. I don't know. Yeah, if you've got I, don't, laugh, I don't but. know. <laughs> I do. I have a couple. I mean, I have a couple things that I. I mean, I. I was thinking about that question. Um, besides, you know. I call my mom every day. You know, that's kind of, you know, she's like, don't tell people that they're going to think you're a mama's boy. I'm like, well, I am a mama's boy. You know? I mean, I, I'm proud of you, mom. I mean, I'm you know, my own guy. I don't, I don't care about that. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you something that happened and it was during my tennis days, but uh, I'm kind of a chef, right? Uh, I'm a, I, uh, I actually invented something. Uh, um, I, I invented the collegiate pancake. The collegiate pancake. And you're probably thinking, what the hell is the collegiate pancake? I, I am so, thinking that. I, in my head, so, I was trying to make it dirty. <laughs> no, no, no. So here's, here's how that goes. I mean, besides being a writer and a poet, I mean, as a, as a chef. Um, so, so I was in college at the time, and I was a very good tennis player, right? And so I played a guy that was one of the top players in the country uh, in, in my, you know, my peers. And I 
he was like really, really good. And I, I was kind of getting there and I, I played super, super well. And, and the junior, you know what? The Davis cup is in tennis. You guys are from St. Louis. The uh, Davis cup was invented in St. Louis. Is it St. Louis you're from? Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. So Davis cup is really from, you know, Davis family was from St. Louis, I believe. I so know. junior Davis cup is a, is a college level Davis cup. They select so many players, right? So the junior Davis cup coach was watching and he approached me afterwards and he was like, Mike, you know, let me tell you, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd like to coach you. I'd like you to travel here. And here's the deal. You know, I'd like you to drop out of college and I want you to move <laughs> at the time. He was also the coach of Vanderbilt. Right. And he said, I want you to move to Nashville and I want to coach you because I think you can become top 20 in the world. Right. I think you're going to really be something. You got a big serve. You, you know, I had a really fast serve one time. And, um, and so I said, wow, what an opportunity. So after that, I ran home and I was like, dad, dad guess what? Guess what? <laughs> and I said, you know, the junior Davis Cup coach, you know, this. And, and, you know, he wants me to drop out of school. And I was on a scholar, a full scholarship, you know, doing well. And, I think I know what your dad thought about all this. And, well, yeah, he said, the hell you are. He goes, you're going to stay in school. You're going to do this. And, you know, and the bottom line was, you know, of course, when you're 17, you know more than your parents. Yes, I have a 17 year old. So oh, you do. Okay. Yeah, I ask him for advice all the time because he knows so much more than I do. Well. Well, so my father said, look, if you decide to do this, you're on your own. I'm not going to pay for anything. I said, fine, I don't need it. I don't need any of your money. So I was like, I, I, the, the only job I ever had besides that was I was such a competitive tennis player. Like as a kid growing up, I was a paper boy. Right. So I mean, like, I, yeah, what am I going to do? So I, I go to Nashville and um, there's a McDonald's that that's right across the street from campus. Right. So I, I didn't know. I didn't know what, what I do. I'll go to McDonald's and I walk in. I sit down and the, you know, I get an interview and the guy says, do you have any cooking experience? I said, oh, absolutely. I have a lot. I had zero. And, uh, <laughs> I have a lot. He said, um, well, uh, we, we have an opening uh, morning shift. And you're going to start tomorrow. This is Saturday. You have to be here at 5.15. We open at 6. And we're going to be putting you on pancakes. Okay. And I was like, okay. And I always hated McDonald's pancakes because I thought they were like pre-frozen pancakes. You know, they look like these perfectly round little cylinders. And I thought, it's just bad pancake, right? right? So what happened was my first day, and it also the very first day was the University of Alabama was in town. The University of Alabama. <laughs> they're, they're, where they're playing football, okay? And so I didn't really think much of that. I was back, you know, they have this little like gun, you like squirt the pancakes out. Any people listening that have worked at the, the famous McDonald's, you'll know. And, and so... Uh, I'm making the boring pancake and it hits me. Wait a minute. It's football season. I know what I'll do. I'll make some footballs. <laughs> so I started making, drawing the football. Then, then here it comes, Tom. It hit me. Ray Kroc would have come out of his, his grave on this one. <laughs> the collegiate pancake. I start making a V and a U in powder. I'm, I'm frying them up, man. I'm, V and a U, V, V, U, V. I'm putting them in V, U, V of Vanderbilt University. Man, I'm sending them up, sending them up. Okay, I must have hundreds of pancakes later, right? All of a sudden, my manager comes running <laughs> back. He's like, hey, what the beep, beep, beep is this? <laughs> and I said, well, that, that there, those are footballs. He says, I know they're footballs. What are you doing? He says, and what's this? I said, well, that there. That's going to make you famous and it's going to make me a lot of money. That there is the collegiate pancake. And he said, what? 
I said, the other pancake's boring. Nobody likes the other pancake. The pancake is, yeah, it's round. He goes, they like the boring pancake. They don't want it. He goes, you see that line out there? They're all wearing Alabama. All oh. Alabama. 150 people returning their pancakes. All returning their pancakes. So he's like, that's it. That's it. You're on eight McMuffins. You can't screw that up. <laughs> so I lasted a few more shifts. And then my coach, he says, what are you even working there for? I can get you a job as a tennis pro. And, I, you know, I, and I said, yeah, I'll do that. So that was my. <laughs> so I'm a chef and an inventor, I guess you could say. An inventor. So maybe I'll be on the Food Network. I do commercials for them. So maybe they'll put me on there. So. <laughs> Funny. Funny. Well, that's awesome. I worked at Hardee's for about 10 minutes. It was awful. And it's, I, it's hard. And then I'm a, you know, like you like to eat. I like to eat. So they'd be like, okay, you can have one sandwich, one side and one drink. And I'm like, look at the size of me, you know, six, four, you know, like what I can't, I mean, how about at least two filet of fish? You know I mean? You got it on the special. I said the same. I said the same thing. Look at the size of me, except I'm like five six. So it's just the other direction. (laughs) All kind of love him, Tom. (laughs) So like normally at this point we would ask you uh, what your leaderboard name is, but you don't have one. Your leaderboard name is guest. Oh no, that it's guest. Yeah, (laughs) guest. You know, it's funny. I didn't. It's people have asked me, and I was like, well, I don't really know. I mean, now maybe I should just if I do have one, it should be Flat Michael. Yes, and yes. You, should, you or, should probably try and snag that before this airs. Yes. So, oh, okay, so maybe um, maybe get a domain name too. I think where this is going. Yeah. <laughs> They're only um, ten bucks no, for GoDaddy. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. You know, the, the funny thing was when I, when I was a little kid, I did love to ride my bicycle on a bike. Right, I I love to ride my bike. You know, I was always riding my bike, and my dad used to call me Mike the bike. Hey, it's Mike <laughs> the bike, Mike the bike, and so like. That's stuck. So I have 13 nieces and nephews. And when they were really little, they'd all call me Uncle Mike the Bike. (laughs) Hey, it's Uncle Mike the Bike, Uncle Mike the Bike. And then one day, Jesse, who's like a professional surfer now and lives in the North Shore in Hawaii, when he was little, they they would come up from North Carolina and they would say, is it Uncle Mike the Bike? You know, can I sleep with you tonight? Sleep in your bed? You know, okay. And I'd always tell stories. Like I'm always always doing like stories and voices and different sound effects and you know, all these things. And they would all you know, turn the lights out. It was kind of cool, right? So man, we're there and he's like, Uncle Mike the Bike? And I said, what's that, Jesse? And he's like, you know, Michael rhymes with bicycle. And I said, yeah. And he <laughs> goes, so I just want you to know, I love you, bicycle. <laughs> I, I think I, I I probably shed a few tears that night. You know, I was just like, man, I'm just super lucky. So, Mike the bike, or when I was in, you know, I was I was on a. I mentioned this, so uh, my nephew's a highly recruited basketball player, and so one of the schools he was on, the coach recognized me and his wife. He has a Peloton bike, and uh, I probably I don't know if I should say the name of the school or whatever, but maybe we'll leave it out. But in any event, they recognized me and. You know, his wife knew me and, you know, they knew me from getting in the car. Like he said, you're the guy, you know, you're the, you're the, you ride a what? You know, it, it, it's funny how the community is so, you know, they're everywhere. Right. And so yeah. just bike was saying, I said, yeah, I don't have a name. You know, I don't know. They were, everybody's on me like, you got to get a leaderboard man. you got to track your results. I'm like, I'm okay. I'm just riding, you know, just, I'm riding, but I, I dig it. You know, I like it. And she said, why don't you just ride his bike seven? <laughs> That's a good one too. That is a good one. That's a good Maybe one. I'll do like flash, you know, have, you know, maybe have a few hashtags, but anyway, that's my, that right now, that's my leaderboard. <laughs> One of those three guests, <laughs> yeah. Mike yeah. seven or, or, or flat Mike. 
Yeah, 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 five yeah. mile. Uh, that's awesome. So, yeah. well, thank you very much for taking the time to join us. We we hey. really appreciate it. Yes, thank I you so actually, much. Can I do one other thing? Because absolutely, I um, you know, this whole thing with these comments that I read about the community, right, and the, the family, right. So, it's really kind of it sort of touched me, right. And so, um, I wanted to do something for you guys, you know, and I I didn't know if I. I wrote something for the community, right? Okay. Uh, you, okay. And so I'm going to try to have something right here so I can, yeah, I can do this. So I want to just, you know, since it's the holiday season, right? And, yeah. Uh, and I do voices and stuff like that. I'm going to tell a little story about the community, if that's okay. Absolutely. And I, I wrote something. And so I want to sort of set the scene. You know, so it's wintertime, right? It's, it's cold outside. There's snow and there's a, like a full moon. You know, there's people that are, you know, everybody's anticipating something because it's that time of the year, right? So I'm going to break into it. And it, it, it lasts a few minutes. So if you can bear with me, okay. here goes. It was the night before Christmas when all through the community, not a home rider was spinning all together in unity. <laughs> Their cycling shoes hung by the chimney with care. In hopes that John Foley soon would be there, <laughs> the home riders were nestled all snug in their beds, while visions of their next ride danced in their heads. And Robin in her kerchief, and Cody in his cap, filming beyond the ride content for the Peloton app. When out in the New York studio, there rose such a clatter, I sprang from my bike to see what was the matter. Away to the window, I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow gave luster of midday to the objects below, when what to my wondering eyes should appear but a miniature Peloton cycle and twelve in Peloton gear. <laughs> <laughs> With a little old driver so lively and quick, I knew in a moment it must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles, his courses they came. He whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Robin, now Cody, now Jen, now Jess, now Matt and Christine. On Hannah, on Alex, on JJ, on Allie, on Emma, and Dennis on screen. To the top of the hill, to the top of the wall. Now pedal away, pedal away, pedal away all. So up to the hilltop the curses they spun with a bike full of toys and St. Nick riding one. And then in a twinkling, clipped in his bike seat, the pedaling and spinning of each little cleat as I drew in my head and was turning around. In the studio, St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed all in peloton gear from his head to his shoes. And his clothes were all sweaty from riding hip-hop to blues. <laughs> a bundle of toys was flung on his back and he looked like a peddler just opening his pack, his eyes, how they twinkled, his dimples, how merry. His cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and he had a smile so bright it was white as the snow. The stump of his pipe he held tight in his teeth, wearing a Peloton t-shirt that read North Pole and a wreath. He had a broad face and a round little belly, although after his hundredth ride, it no longer shook 
like a bowl full of jelly. <laughs> he was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf. And I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work and filled all the cycling shoes and then turned with a jerk. He then clipped in his bike and got in his saddle, started pedaling fast like he wanted to skedaddle. While spinning on his bike, to his team he gave a whistle, and away they all pedaled, like the down of a thistle. But I heard him exclaim ere he drove out of sight, Happy Christmas to all, and to all the home riders, a good night. Ta-da! <laughs> Very good! Very good! That was awesome. <laughs> to you home riders out there, I just want y'all to know that um, I love you, man. And, uh, <laughs> you know, like just the little things that you're saying and stuff like that. I mean, my mom thinks I'm going to meet somebody and get married. And she's like, you know, <laughs> you know and it, it was funny because one of the ladies came in because you have a home bike. She's like, do you have a home bike? Because, you know, there's a singles page. I was like, what? I said, uh, I, I don't have a bike, but uh, I'm single. <laughs> anyway, it's kind of nutty. but um. That's all, but I I wanted to do that for for you guys, and that's that. Well, I appreciate that. That's awesome. Yeah, that that's was great. fun. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh no, worries, man. Yeah, hope. Uh, yeah, I hope to see you in the in the mothership. Oh, we'll yeah. be there uh, for the home rider invasion for sure. Yeah, in May, so we are definitely oh, going. Okay, and Tom, you gonna be in the lobby, or you uh, gonna? I will be. In, I will definitely be in the lobby because you can't <laughs> okay. get in without entering the lobby. So we're we're yeah. we're gonna see a bug. Let me get him on a bike. Now, that's something she says. But uh, I will be in the lobby. Sometimes you can find me in that little uh, that little cafe next door. Oh yeah, yeah. They, they have really good like macaroons and stuff in there. That one, the little French place, is that the one? No, there's like a little that? like just like a little pastry shop or something. Or at oh, least okay. when I was yeah, there, I, I know the one, a, and it has those couches in the back, I think, right or no? Maybe just a couple just, tables. It was. It's just like right next door. Like if you're looking at the building itself to the left. There's like on yeah. the corner, you know, Tom, it's always about food with you. It is. <laughs> and I'm weird. It's gotta be something. To- it's gotta be something very simple. Like yeah. I'm, I'm, I always say I'm all about chicken tenders and pizza. Like I don't want something fancy. <laughs> don't. It's Dude, your your kids must've loved you when you were growing, they were growing up. They it's like, do. what do you want? Chicken tenders. I'm going to have them too. You know, like, <laughs> it's always a pet peeve when I, we go to a fancy restaurant and like, I try to, well, like almost everybody has a burger and I'm like, oh, I'll get the burger. And then they pull it, bring it out on like an onion roll or like, I'm in a fancy restaurant. I ordered the burger because I don't want the fancy thing. Don't be fancying up the burger. <laughs> I hear you, bro. Just give me I a regular you. old burger. This is, this is my safety. Like burgers. So, but, uh, but anyway, thank you very much. I know that was a long chat, but we, we really All appreciate right, it. So thank you. Uh, yeah. Here's today's recipe for success. So no recipe from, uh, from smiling Mike this week. No, it'd probably just be a big thing of toothpaste. He, yeah, I, he actually had a lot of, uh, smiling Mike is a tooth. I get it. Yeah. Uh, no, he actually had some ideas for recipes. I, I guess I got the impression he's quite the cook, but in his words, nothing you should be eating while you're on the bike. <laughs> well, it's like we talked about before. Some people live healthy and that's why they ride the bike. And some people ride the bike so they don't have to live quite so healthy. Chris Merrill. <laughs> sorry. Did I say that out loud? Uh-huh. Oh, sorry. You can take it out in post. <laughs> anyway, so we are recipe list this week, so we are. 
You'll have to just muddle through. Mm-hmm. Is anybody really making this? Well, we've had some people say that they tried some things. Yeah, we yeah. have. Yeah, mostly the desserty stuff. Sure. So everybody says they want the healthy stuff, but we give them the healthy stuff, but they don't want the no. healthy stuff. I mean, I, I'm just I'm included. <laughs> <laughs> like how everybody says they want the 45 minute rides, but based on the data, oh, there we go. I'm starting that fight. <laughs> By the way, uh, speaking of data, speaking of our stat fairy, I uh, I had a message from. The the mothership. Yes. And uh, they let me know that our stats are not exactly accurate according to Peloton standards. They they declined to tell me anything specific. But but just a reminder for anybody who's heard these stats, it, it's one person who's manually calculating these. So from outside the organization. Right. So just to be clear. There are different ways to slice and dice the data There's different ways to capture the data And there's certainly different time periods So keep in mind they are more like Estimates like you can see the the Curve you can see the the trends But I, but we're probably not getting The actual The minutia that They have access to at Peloton Proper correct so, so Just that little disclaimer that they wanted Us to throw out there yes which I think is Is a fair and good idea Absolutely so uh, so that's it For this episode that's it so uh, Who will we Be speaking to next week <laughs> I'm very excited I can tell Dennis Morton Look at that we got an instructor back we did How about that yes so that'll be a fun One yes so that Is who we'll be speaking with next Week mm-hmm. and until then Where can they find you they can find me at facebook.com slash crystal D. O'Keefe or on Twitter at Clipout Crystal or on the bike at Clipout Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show at theclipout.com or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash theclipout. Or and while you're there, you can uh, join our group. Yes. And we will pester you throughout the week with Various updates and teasers About upcoming episodes Correct And don't forget We got a web store Go buy some stuff <laughs> Merry Christmas Yes <laughs> To or us Happy Hanukkah Etc etc Yes <laughs> Happy at, holidays At all Yes Yeah <laughs> So uh, that's it for this episode Thanks for tuning in And until next time Keep peddling Set yourself free